Today is a little bit of preaching, a little bit of reporting, a lot of what's been happening this last week. The preaching is simple. For her to be just and to be kind with each other. And that's what the word is this week. We didn't pick this Galatians passage for this week. It just happened. But it's about being just and being kind with each other. And that, I think, is the most important thing that I heard this week. This week, I was with 2,500 other people that pretty much agreed with me. Some of them were traditional. Some of them were centrists, like I am. Some of them were, oh my God, wackadoo left. <laughs> you know, they had the purplest hair and the wildest clothes, and they were left. Some of the people that I were with believed that if they didn't get exactly what they wanted, the church needed to explode and never come back together, and they were off in their own place. The majority of the people that I was with believe the church needs to stay together, and we need to find a way to work together. And that's the message that I'm here to say, is that I was with a group of people that a very small percentage of us believed that the church needs to fracture and go its own separate ways. The rest of us have been United Methodists for a long time and know that you can agree to disagree because until we're all in front of God, none of us really know what the right answer is. We're all doing the best that we can with what we have and that if you are like me, you know that on Judgment Day, I am, I am betting on a really loving God telling me, D, you got it wrong in so many places. Here, let me straighten you out. This is where you got it right, and this is where, wow, you were wrong so many times. But I love you anyway. And I figure that most of us will have that talk with God. And then we'll walk out of that place of judgment, and we'll be like, did you get it wrong there too? Oh, really? Wow, I got it wrong there too. And we'll have a whole lot in common about how wrong we were, but isn't it cool? Now we're all right with the Lord. And I think that's what heaven is like with me, is those big round tables that I spent a lot of time, well, not as much time as I wanted. I was in a big sanctuary for most of my time. But those big round lunch tables that I spent around a lot of time with, talking to people that I didn't know, going, did you know this? Did you know that? This is where I'm right. This is where I'm wrong. Hi, my name's Dee. I'm from Northern Illinois. I think this will be a really great time of bonding. Because this was a really great time of bonding this week. Of saying, hi, I'm Dee from Northern Illinois. Oh, you're that conference, and we're this conference. And my bishop says that, and my bishop says this. Are you progressive centrist? But you're compatible. Are you traditionalist compatible? Are you incompatible? By the time we were done, we were just happy to be worshiping with each other. And I think that's what most people are. Now, there was a bunch of plans that were thrown up in the air, and we heard very small bits about, 
about them. And then there was one plan that we heard a large amount about. Guess which one Adam Hamilton helped write? Any guesses? So we heard a large amount about the UMC Next plan that was sponsored by Adam Hamilton and a slew of bishops, including our bishop, Sally Dick. And that plan, which they're pushing forward, and it will get a lot of traction at the new general conference because it is a kind plan. And it says, we believe that everybody has the right to stay in the United Methodist Church. And we want everybody to be able to stay into the United Methodist Church, but we do want the punitive language taken out. And we do want people that are gay and lesbian to be able to stay in. And we do want them to be able to be ordained. And we do want them to be able to be married. And so if you do not like that, then we also will give you a blessing and send you on your way without any punitive things taken, you know, to you. We will let you leave without any punitive actions, but we will allow you to stay in West Path, which is the big um, financial system that holds all of our um, pensions and all of that stuff. And we'll allow you to stay part of it because you're still going to be a Methodist system. So you'll still be able to be part of West Path. You'll still be able to be part of our missions and ministries because why would we hurt our global missions and ministries just because you say you don't agree with our theology? That's stupid. So you're going to still be part of that. You just won't be part of, you know, whatever this denomination is now going to be called. You'll be your own, but we'll still be brothers and sisters as Methodists. And then there's other legal parts. That's the one we heard the most of. Then there are, there's the UMC Forward, and then there's another um, um, liberationist plan, and then there's a simple plan. <sighs> Brothers and sisters, it's going to get really messy. It's going to get really messy. And the Wesleyan Covenant Association is also going to be putting through um, legislation to completely pull out as their own denomination which was a complete shock to me because why would they have thrown the traditional plan, pushed the traditional plan through, and they were planning this all along. So I thought it was very good, and Jesus loves me very much because I did not swear very loudly in the middle of that plenary. <laughs> but from what I understand, they are pushing through um, legislation to do that. Now, if that does happen, that's going to be a game changer for everybody. Um, Westpath can stay as our financial pensioner no matter what happens because it is not tied to the United Methodist Church, believe it or not. They are autonomous, um, and they can still do that. We are trying very hard to do this in a loving way, and I think that is what this whole um, scripture is about, is if we do fracture that we fracture as a denomination. And we remember that we are Christians first. We are brothers and sisters in Christ first. We were baptized by the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, not by John and Charles Wesley. 
and that we were not baptized by the United Methodist Church. We joined the United Methodist Church, but that we are Christians first, and that we are to love our brothers and sisters in Christ with our whole hearts, and that we are to forgive not seven times, but 70 times seven. And that we are to love each other. And that we are to love each other even when it seems painful. That we are to turn the other cheek. And that we are to love each other through the pain into forgiveness. And that is what Christ commands us to do. We are to love our Lord God with all our heart, and with our soul, with all our might. And we are to love our neighbor. He never said you're to love our neighbor because he is a progressive just like you. Or you are to love our neighbor because he's a centrist just like you. Or he's a traditionalist just like you. It says you are to love your neighbor. And I want you to do that no matter what happens at this upcoming general conference or where we're going before general conference because I'm warning you now things are going to get tricky because January 1st happens before general conference. So the new laws that we have to live under under United Methodist Church, the traditionalist plan, hits January 1st. And we become a church under the traditionalist plan January 1st. Now, you will see things that happen January 2nd. The United, um, the Northern Illinois Conference will start a plan of resistance in January. And then there'll be another plan in February of how we are saying that we are not officially under the traditional plan. We are not going down without swinging. So you're going to see some political things happen that are targeted at the traditional plan and the politics and how we don't like the laws that say that it's punitive if you disagree with something that is in the Book of Discipline. Because I've got to tell you, in all of the United Methodist Church's history, it has never been punitive to love somebody. And now suddenly, as of January 1st, it will be punitive to love somebody. So we're going to fight back. But we will not be holding hatred in our hearts. And that is what I want you to understand. Is that fighting back against the injustice of words and laws in the book of discipline does not mean I say, I hate the traditionalists. It means I say, I hate the words in the book of discipline. It means I hate the punitive things in the book of discipline. There's many traditionalists I love with all my heart. There's many traditionalists that I think are fine human beings and the way that they see the Bible is actually beautiful. I can disagree with somebody that has a traditional view of faith and absolutely think the way they view the world is stunningly beautiful. And I will tell you with all humility that I do not know for sure if my view of faith is true. 
It is just my view of faith. It is my view of theology. It's Dee's view of theology. And I fully expect that someday I will meet God. I live in that expectation. And I expect God to say, yes, you were right on one, two, three, seven, and eight. And you are so wrong on five and six and nine. But your friend, who is a fundamentalist, they got those right. And I think that that's what we all should hold dear in our hearts. That none of us have the complete picture. And that the other person has part of that picture as well. And that when we are arguing over United Methodist-specific doctrine, we are not arguing over the Bible. We are arguing over United Methodist-specific doctrine. We're not arguing over who God loves more or who Jesus loves more or any of that. I'm arguing over whether somebody can tell me what I can do or who I can love or how I can show that love. And my mother learned she cannot tell me that. That's why I'm a pastor today. And that's why Jesus came into this world and sacrificed his life for us so that we can be the people we are today that we can move forward in faith and move forward in trust, that we can love the world in a way that the world has never seen before, that we have faith that is beyond understanding because people truly that do not have faith don't understand why we can say we don't have to worry about death because our life eternal is assured. Dying might not be so great, but we don't have to worry about death. Our life eternal is assured. We have Christ on our side. And I am saying that whether we are a progressive, a centrist, or a traditionalist, we have Christ on our side. The next year and a half, you're going to hear people bickering and arguing and being mean to each other. I ask you now, as my brothers and sisters in Christ, love each other. Pray for those in our denomination that forget they are Christians and only see each other as pawns in this United Methodist battle. And pray for them that they may find this kindness and this love in their heart. Move forward and do what you need to do, just as I will, to try to move this church forward in a way that I believe it's loving and kind. But always pray for everyone that they remember they are Christians first, called to love, called to forgiveness, called to be followers of Christ. In all ways, in all shape, in all things. Amen.